Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. You're still a couple thousand followers away from having a pro wrestling store. This is Wrestling Cheers, where we talk about a lot of things in professional wrestling. Mainly, well, not really a lot of things, but mainly the Northeast Ohio scene, especially AIW. We are on the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows, such as NFL Easy Picks, Wrestlecast, Anything Goes, All Beer Inside, European Uppercut, The Tuts Experience, Squabble Box, One Up Clubs, Heads Up, Loo Chat, CFL Easy Picks, Hanging with Heavy, What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren FM, and Shut the Fuck Up. If you want to get a hold of us, you want to know, give us a little bit of feedback of how we're doing, you can email us, wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. You can easily find us at wrestlingcheers on Twitter. We're trying to get the Twitter handle out there more, following more people, mainly following AIW fans, because seeing how that's one of the main things we cover. Now, without any further ado, I am your host, I am heavy set and i'm being joined by uh this is his third time being on wrestling cheers ever since episode so technically yeah this is the third episode i believe of the show not counting the the pilot but we had to have him on a because it's, it's a nice streak but at the same time he will be creating most likely majority if not all of the weapons for this friday's show none other than the next episode we have Caden. hello so, how many weapons have you made so far? I might be wrong here, but I believe seven. How many do you plan on making? That's about it. <laughs> no more? Nope. I'm all good now. Any more barbed wire chairs? No, we ran out of frames for those. <laughs> <laughs> well, the summer months are coming, so I have a feeling more people will be throwing them away. Gotta find the old metal frames. Those work the best. Yeah. But, yeah, we got you making the weapons, and this is the next episode, according to the flyer, featuring bad boy Joey J. Janella this Friday, April 21st, 2017, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Tickets currently still available, shop.airwrestling.com. All matches will be fought under Compton rules, which basically, if you don't know, every April we have what most of us like to call the rap show. It is named after a rap album or a rap song, something along those lines, and all the matches are fought under Compton rules anything goes no dq whatever you you want to call it no real big um match stipulations like there's not like there's gonna be a tables match or anything like that because any every match can be a technically a tables match i mean you're not gonna win i don't know if you knock them through the table hard enough you could probably pin them but regular matches no rule and this is probably why it's one of caden's favorite shows of love my hardcore wrestling would you say ultra violent yeah uh, we'll go with the deathmatch stuff i know not many people like death matches because apparently it's garbage wrestling but 
I like it. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's definitely to each their own. Like I don't hate it. I don't. Th- I, don't there's, I don't think there's anybody that's a deathmatch wrestler that I don't like. I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to crucify, no pun intended, any of these wrestlers for what they're doing. Yeah, getting paid to do it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Just before... Not gonna lie. I if I wasn't getting paid, I would not do that stuff. I'm not that crazy. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> before we we get into this show, we we have two shows that we got to cover, and the only reason why I didn't do a show for the the Menor show, House of the Rising Sun, was because a I had less than a week for. From getting back from Orlando to from to do, do, doing the show, I actually had the rest, end up having the whole week off. But getting time to get around to doing it, I honestly didn't have a lot to say about all the the, the matches that were announced. Either people I'm just not familiar with or we trainees, and there there's actually matches not announced prior, so that would have really messed up the flow of the show. So I kind of just said, "Fuck it, we'll briefly cover the show on this one, and then we'll also cover Gauntlet for the Gold 12 as well." And that's I mean that's where we're gonna start of all of the matches like what really uh, stood out to you from the manor show gauntlet we're gonna go back to mark gauntlet the four-way lucha tag nutty oh my it's, god yes i believe it's out now i'm not 100 percent sure but it's out now i recommend getting the mp4 or dvd whatever you buy watch that match immediately one of the craziest tag matches i've ever seen in an aiw show i think the only match that i've seen that could even attempt to top that was a match that i seen in florida at the WrestleCon Super Show. Just the, the the chemistry of the match. The match that I seen was basically a five-on-five match, and it consisted of Team Ricochet versus Team Osprey. It was Ricochet, Jason Cade, Sammy Callahan, A.R. Fox, and Desmond Xavier versus Will Osprey, Leo Rush, Drew Galloway, Ryan Smile, and Marty Scroll. And the only way I can explain this match, it was literally spot after 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 spot spot after spot after spot dance break spot after spot after spot after spot after spot just amazing and this match in cleveland ohio was very very close to it and i have seen that 10-man tag not kidding it is literally just spots there's like no rest holds just constant spots it's like at one point i know it's like it's like stunner 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 and then they go on to like another move and i think it was diamond cutter was one of the moves they were doing (laughs) yeah oh yeah because it was like like one guy did a stunner next guy did a diamond cutter and then someone put an rko out of nowhere like um, like it was ridiculous one of the top five matches on that call i think i also put up there the 20-man gimmick battle royal and the hardys versus pentagon jr and uh phoenix whatever they're not pentagon jr anymore i i'm sure complicated name and let me tell you about suzuki guns theme same difference uh fair enough yeah the um go to this match the like the the aiw tag team title match and we had a new we had new tag team champion once again to infinity and b how many times is this seven is it getting real annoying i was gonna say i was gonna be a booker t and say five times but even i thought that was too high they've won the belts a lot they have they really really have but this was a little bit i think this might be five times we need an official count on it someone ask uh wadsworth i'm gonna go check this hold on you can continue doing that mm-hmm. new aiw tag team champions to infinity beyond and they they did do it a little bit different we've seen a little bit of a, a heel turn from it. so that's gonna make this 
interact. And the AEW tag team division is fairly deep. So you are still going to have Crazy Pain wanting a shot at it. You have DJZ and the Rado Kid, the Ninja Elite Squad also in it. I don't know if Dedication Personified are necessarily in it, but you know, the return recently of the Young Studs. It's a really good tag division. Also won a team that we'll talk about later, the Carnies. Assuming they're not booked anywhere else because they're ridiculously busy. Some are getting married. Indeed. Uh, we also still have the Fuckets around. And I think that's pretty much it with your established tag teams. Oh, uh, Space Justice. I never yeah, that's Space true. Justice. That is true. So the AIW tag team division is live and well. People don't realize how many tag teams there really are in the tag division for AIW. Mm-hmm. It's like you're used to just seeing like the same couple of tag teams, but there is a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's just usually they're either wrestling like singles or like a kind of like a random six-person tag or something. Mm-hmm. There's really a lot of tag teams. Do you have that stat up yet? I check, assuming my math is correct here. I believe it is three times. That's that's what sounded right to me, three times. Seems like five. I think it's mainly because the feud with Hot Sauce. And they bounced the belts back and forth. That, like, one show, or one or two shows, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So it seems a lot longer than it is in... Let's move on to another match. Uh, one that actually got our Twitter account, at Wrestling Twe- Cheers, a little bit of action. Because within these shows, I've been trying to make some some almost instant gifts. Scott Flash Norton versus Bad Boy Joey Janela, and the tweet that was retweeted by Scott Norton and then by a few other people is him chopping Janela and just a very funny reaction because he gets chopped and then just kind of like goes over the guardrail. And that was actually just I know re- it, it was actually it was actually retweeted by uh, Cheeseburger. Ah, had a had a nice talk with him about that when I when I met him at uh, ROH. I'm oh, sorry, I got it. Um, so yeah, that I think that was very surprising, and it seems like we're seeing in this year a kind of a push for the return of Scott Flash Norton, and I, I mean, besides everything that did happen to go around this this particular week of Gauntlet, because obviously everything with Biggins, I feel like part of the crowd was still, we were still kind of, you know, had that on our minds, but I think he came in and, and did a fantastic job. Yeah, this is another match I do recommend giving a watch, like, for anyone that is planning on getting the show. This is something that was crazy, too. The chops in this match, loud. One other thing we need to go over, because I feel like there's two highlights that we need to mention, and I think nothing much can be said about the other matches, maybe one other thing, and that is that Dominic Greeny did beat BJ Whitmer, and BJ Whitmer is no longer allowed in AEW, but then again, he did, I think he did even mention it, that he did sign a new contract with Ring of Honor. Like, he signed exclusive now, so he can't do any more indie bookings. Yeah, so, um, but the two things we need to mention is a brand new AIW Absolute Champion, Tim Dons, and our Gauntlet for the Gold 12 winner, none other than Lewis Linden, the captain of the shit. Your thoughts. Starting with the uh, the triple threat title match. This was some can say it was a bit of a weird match, but there there's like actually there's two matches actually if you really want to get detailed here. There was like two different matches. Uh but I did enjoy it. It was fun. Nice seeing Dance with the belt again after everything that's happened in the last couple years. It's been two years since he originally um, like had to drop yeah. the belt. He dropped the belt two years ago. I think did he do it before Gauntlet or after Gauntlet? It was before. First show of twenty fifteen, I believe. Yeah. Then it's been a little it's been uh it was over two years. 
Wow. Finally gets tired back. And it's it's an it's a new dance than what we had seen at that time. We had seen over the last year the crowd or parts of the crowd other than myself turn on dance. I'm not sure why. See, I don't know if it's fans changing their mind on dance. I don't know whether it's fans now being a little bit more vocal on dance, or are these new fans who don't like the <gasps> Because you, I think you, it's, you still have the dance section. Yes, that's never going to change. Yeah. I still say it's like a bit of a mix of both. Fans have kind of been there for a while and are like, we do not like you anymore. Then there's the new fans that are just kind of going along with that. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, I often said, like, when I first uh, came to AEW, like, dance was in a match with Gargano. It was a four-way match. And it all boiled down to them, too. And I liked Gargano first. I knew who he was. So am I going to... Who am I going to cheer? Who am I going to boo? Oh, I'm going to cheer Gargano, and I'm going to boo Don. And after a while, they did eventually separate them. But I still kind of like booing him. But now we've gotten to a point where, I mean, we go back to when he first, when he last became champion. Not first became champion, but last became champion. The He was a fan favorite. A lot of people love Don. And I, I don't know what it is either. I will it's say this on weird. a... I will say this on a wrestling fan's perspective, where I'm kind of judging you a little bit, is I I like Don's... I, I, I love wrestlers who kind of have one side for most of their career, most places they work, but then have this heel side that they can bring out, or vice versa. And I don't get to see Donst in CZW, but it seems like, or when he was in CZW, I don't, I still don't know all that story. But a lot of stuff that I've seen, I, I love this cocky Don. And maybe there were some people, because, I mean, we have these people, who don't like deathmatch wrestling, so him becoming one of them, that could have turned against certain two. That's a good point. I didn't even think about it like that. I didn't think about it literally until I just started talking. <laughs> That's a solid point, though. I never really thought about yeah. that. I mean, and Don's went, has went th- through so much shit, and it's it's weird. It's and I think we mentioned on the last show. I can't remember, but I know we talked about. I won't. I told Don after he won the title that I. He basically says that Gage is too much of a bitch to show up. I don't know whether that's Tim Don's talking. Or I don't know if that's the man who's portraying Tim Don's talk. I, I just leave it at that. It can be analyzed. It can be analyzed later down the road after we know more. Once Gage actually returns to wrestling in June. Yeah, but it's interesting with Gage because let's let's picture this, especially with Don's and Gage. We have Nick Gage who, when last time he was in AIW ring, he lost to Don's. So you figure it's the end of that whole thing. Don's is victorious. He beat Cancer. He beat Gage. Amazing. Gage walks away and then a couple, about a minute or so later comes back in the ring and knocks Donst out. Cliffhanger. Just at, that's the last we saw of him. Engaged is booed at that point. If somewhere down the line that music hits or they announce that they're doing a rematch, all of a sudden it's going to be a 180 different from what we had at Absolution 10. Which and is that's a, real weird. I think that's what it really interests me. It would be like one of my favorite matches of all time. Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart Iron Man match, WrestleMania. Granted, they were both faces, but uh, Sean was the winner. It's like if Brett came back from wrestling six months later and then all of a sudden, Sean was the heel and Brett came back. We pick up where we left off, but things have changed. And that's what makes it really... And it's why I, I, 
and I, I hope I'm not going to be saying this till I'm blue in the face and nothing happens, but I want Donst versus Gage again. I want it to continue, and maybe it's because we had one match and we were left with that cliffhanger. They, they say in show business, leave them wanting more, and uh, there's another one. Um, let's say don't leave money on the table, but I think, I mean, that's where that, we're wanting more, but are they going to leave it that way or are we going to get it? I feel like we'll get it. It's just a matter of when Gage is fully back in, in wrestling again, because right now, Gage is kind of, he's not really out of wrestling, but he's just not taking bookings, if that makes any sense. And I think a lot he's of people, still kind of recovering from stuff. We also don't know, a lot of us don't know, that we do know that he is returning to wrestling at a certain point, but I'm trying to, I'm pulling up his Facebook page right now and see when was the last time there was an update on him, and I want to say been a little while. It doesn't help people keep tagging him and stuff, so finding it very... Finding it's going to be an adventure in itself. Yeah. Last thing was probably just the announcement of him returning in New Jersey in June 3rd. Kind of like, hey, I'm back. Yeah. Which, that was probably all they needed to do, just say he's coming back. That's all people would really want to know, because then after that, he'll be taking more bookings, I'd assume. His name's still out there. People are still still talking about him. This... People are not going to forget about him. That's the thing. You're If you know who he is and you followed his career, you're not going to forget about the guy. I mean, his return, as I'm digging through here, I'm like, I'm in February, and like his return has already been announced, and we're talking about, oh, the last actually was, it was a post on February 20th. Hmm. So I want to see him back in the AW, but who knows when he can leave his home state, when he can leave the area. I hope it's soon, but let's uh, let's not let's not dwell on this too much, and let's move on to the gauntlet and our gauntlet for the gold winner, Lewis Linden. This kind of I feel like a lot of us this caught us off off guard. I don't think this is who we necessarily had in mind, but I mean, as people were whittling down, I mean, he seemed the most obvious choice. Look, I think he was one of my picks, but I said that just because I've been wanting Linden to be champ for like the last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't honestly expect him to win though, which that's why I was like. I was super surprised when it actually happened. It was great. So as of right now, the absolution match is Tim Donz versus Lewis Linden for the AIW App Championship. Obviously can change between now and then, but that's kind of where we're at. That's one of the more interesting absolute title matches for Abso in a while. Any other thoughts on Gauntlet for the Gold that you can think of? Granted, it doesn't help. I mean, that was March 24th. As we're recording, it is April 8th. 18th by the time this gets posted it should be the 19th so it's like i understand like it was almost a month oh, and you yeah. watch and we've also had wrestlemania between there and everything that happened that weekend i was at the sh- some of the shows you watched a lot of the shows i so watched like the- 10 shows in a matter of four days well and i'll say this too feel lucky that you weren't actually there because that means you like you watch some of those late shows you have the conveniency of just going to bed us i didn't go to many of the later later shows like that except uh, i think the latest one i went to was the russ Con super show but like the janela show uh, our friend Kevin Watson went and you know then you have to drive all the way back to your hotel depending on where your hotel is and then you have to go to sleep and then wake up the next morning for more more crazy so like like you were complaining about your sleep I was just like you're sleeping we're, we're all waking up the next morning and doing shit I have done the mania the whole like mania weekend thing before yeah I know how that is trying to just get up in time for everything it's 
not the most fun at times. Totally worth it, but it's difficult at points. I think the the hard one of the hardest times I had waking up, I know, was the morning that we left because we decided to after WrestleMania. I had a group of friends of mine that we did tailgating prior, and since there's just going to be this big traffic to get out, we just pulled up chairs and we just chilled because we're not going anywhere. Might as well chill for about an hour or so and then go home with a lot less traffic. So that was in a, one of the worst. And I think waking up the next morning after Ring of Honor. That might have because it seemed like no matter what time we went to bed, like the next day, like would be just we had to wake up too early. Like even one of our later days, you like, couldn't really we, get sleep. Well, like even one of our later days that like we had to, I think it was when I went to WrestleCon and Kevin went to the Pancakes and Power Driver show. We went to the Super Show the night before, and the Super Show didn't get out the late, and then we had to go back to the hotel room and then go to bed. And I think, but not like, like it, it felt like it was close to like, and then we we end up waking back up at like eight or nine for breakfast that was the other thing to trying to get in hotel breakfast which our hotel i don't think my hotel had breakfast when i went oh that's that's one thing i'm big on if i'm booking a hotel you better have breakfast like that's kind of what i set up things like it's mandatory free breakfast i survived on mcdonald's and beef sticks when i went almost did the beef stick just because it can get me full full quicker but i didn't i didn't eat that much i think the worst problem i had was at roh getting in there getting in line to get tickets for autographs waiting in line for autographs especially the second session that had the hardys and the young bucks both in it those lines were ridiculous the only autograph that i and picture i missed out on was marty scroll and i was up but i believe the tickets are there you can use at any roh show which is good yeah i think i haven't got that confirmation i'm, I'm gonna eventually tweet roh about it but i believe it is. and i have it somewhere i think it's i think it's in my wwe championship fanny but i i'm kind of trying to go to another roh show just to use it because i was going to use it on scroll and if i can't use it on scroll i'd love to use it on someone else that i meet and get it that was that was ridiculous show. but anyway this is not about wrestlemania and WrestleMania weekend. I attempted to talk about that on another podcast, but the podcast. Um, let's move on to the post WrestleMania show, The House of the Rising Sun. Uh, some really quick notes on this show. The the attendance really did suffer from uh this like up up and coming tag team known as like the the some the the Hurdies or something. They were about a hundred miles or so away in Pennsylvania, not even. Uh, the weekend after WrestleMania, a trainee show. I as much as I love AW and everything, I have to say I feel like this was kind of a recipe for Yeah, I'm not gonna even disagree with that. This was kind of like it's a fun show, but yeah, totally agree. The Menor shows are normally lower attendance. A lot of times there's at least a couple big names on the show. Your biggest name on this show was Jimmy Rave, and even I'll openly admit, like, it's a name that I've heard of, but I don't know that much about, and we, Ken and I talked about it before, and he mentioned he was around in TNA, and he was right around a time that I wasn't watching much, so I missed over when he was in TNA, and a lot of the other matches, you had a lot of trainees, you had more local talent, you did have a very nice Alpha 1, Alpha Male title match, but, you know, a lot of us AIW fans don't have a lot of connection to Kobe Durst or Shane Saber, love to, love to see them around more though especially kobe durst i really do like him durst is but, great mm-hmm. but i think you're the, the best match on the card had to be the intense title match alex daniels versus i will agree with that but i just want to throw out this about the four-way match too this is kind of like a bonus match that's something that many a lot of people probably are just going to skip over if you pick up the show that's something i recommend watching very good match for being an unannounced bonus really fun match there were a lot of unannounced matches too. About a quarter were... of the show. Mm-hmm. At least, I mean, we had the Duke 
versus Kurt Hertz. I know that was a, a big one that us fans tried to make a into try to make it into something at least for at least for our enjoyment. Yeah, we tried. I'd say we did mm-hmm. good. But yeah, this was a very good show. Space Monk and Alex Daniels was it was. Blah, blah, blah. It was good seeing Daniels main event a show again because I'm he's the only person to main event multiple manner shows. Bit mm. of a fun fact there. But uh, Daniels is again close to breaking some sort of intense title record. I believe it is Davy Vegas. Uh, I always get the official word from Wadsworth at the shows, and I don't know he he was he t- was telling me he was close of beating Tyler Black Seth Rollins record, and I think he said by this show that he will be third in line and he'll only be behind bj and fake that's impressive and a match that i would we are gonna probably also talk a lot about just like nick gage versus dance i would love to see a return of davy vega versus alex just want vega back in aiw i miss vega well i'm halfway tempted on getting my passport just so i can see besties in the world versus monster in November. I have enough time to get a passport. Where is this happening? Pretty far away. I think it's, uh, I think it's Calvary. Calgary? Oof. Whatever. Vega posts about it a lot. And I just, like, every time I see it, I'm like, eh, you know, <laughs> I can get my passport. I've been kind of wanting to get my passport and kind of watch some wrestling that way. It is, yeah, Calgary, Alberta. Well, Canuck Pro. Hard. Canuck Pro. It's going to be really far away. But... <laughs> It's really far away, but I want to go. <laughs> like when I when I seen the match, I was just like, "Where the hell is this match at?" Then I seen Calgary, and I'm like, "Oh, of course it's in Canada because that's the only way we can get Monster Mafia." Because unfortunately, Josh has some issues with the border. Can't we get Can't we get an Alpha One? Can we get a rematch at Alpha One? No. Maybe Josh and Ethan don't like each other there. It could be booked. This is booked in November. We can book ahead. It would take time. Someone talked to that Julian dude. He might figure it out. But going back to the House of the Rising Sun, and like I said, the main event was hands down the best match. And I think one thing, too, it needs to be said, like, Space Monkey has really become a a big player in AIW. Not necessarily a main event, but if he gets announced or if he's in a match, I feel like the crowd is invested. We love Space Monkey. And he, de- he debuted, what, like, it has not been two years. It's only been like a year and a half. But a year and a half. I want to say it had to be after episode. Yeah, it was fresh meat. Yeah. Was like I remember when he came, when he came out, I was like, am I supposed to know who this is? What's what's going on? He actually debuted against Greg, I believe. Was it? I got to check on that because that's kind of, that'd be kind of funny since we're talking about him versus Alex. That'd be a bit of a funny coming full circle per se. Mm-hmm. But, uh, where is it? There it is. Yeah, he did indeed debut against Greg. More Space Monkey, the better. Space Monkey really is great. Pretty fun having him on the roster. Whatever match he's in, he's always entertaining. The, the crowd absolutely loves him. I don't think there's anyone that really hates Space Monkey. No. I mean, we gave him two banana showers. Like, two really big banana showers. We didn't at this last show, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that I still want to do, and I wish I would have done it sooner because I don't think we're going to have a chance, or it's going to be rare. I want to do the same thing to an extent that we do with Space Monkey, Canada. And obviously, instead of throwing bananas, okay, we're not throwing cupcakes either, but get a bunch of people ringside with bubble gun. That'd be fun. So instead of doing streamers, bubble. And like just like I think if you got 15 people, five people on each side of the ring that that there is like close to the ring, and you had them with the bubble gun, I think it would look hilarious. Anyone that listens to this that goes to AIW, we got to work on this. But we, we need, planning. but now with Canada. 
understand it's not necessarily being in the area all the time and not necessarily being on every show because I heard she moved down to Florida with some husband of hers. I don't, I don't know what he's doing, but you know, she, he's, she's not available as much. Like maybe the next GNO, maybe Jaylit. Candace doesn't even do GNOs. I think she's only done one. But it would be a reason to bring her. And that's the thing we don't know. Like last time she came in, it was a surprise. Which and was crazy. My, and she kicked my chest in when she uh, did a crossbody to Janela. Hey, she apologized on Twitter. She did. She did. <laughs> I told her like it didn't hurt. It was just more like it pushed me back. I was like, damn. Hey, you did get an apology though. Mm-hmm. It's nice enough to do that. It's all about dedication. Dedication to that video to put on. And then to fucking tweet it. Because I was like, oh, I got it. It's short. So. <sighs> all right. Um, House of the Rising Sun does have some redeeming matches. So please go to AIWrestling.com. Support them right now one thing that has been obviously we, we've talked briefly about everything that's went on with Chant Biggins but there's also the fact of YouTube being asshole and now do you know the story a bit more well than I do because I haven't had a chance to read everything but basically is it they're they're no longer going to be funded wrestling content basically isn't I'm trying to think of what the word would be but it's not really good enough to make a lot of money uh-huh. is the best way to put it so they just cut any sort of like however they would make a good amount of money. They cut that completely off of all independent wrestling promotions videos, and I think WWE is included in that, but that doesn't really hurt them at all. No. And I think with uh, it seemed like, too, they AIW's YouTube, like, all their videos were deleted, because they're currently in the process of posting new ones. I think they're still there, it's just... No, well, no, because they're re-uploading them. Look how... Uh, pull up, if you can, Haley Hatred versus Thorn. Yeah, I'm checking on because if... Because I think the last time I checked, all their videos were still there, at least for me i had looked in the, oh maybe they, they are still up there i thought i had seen a lower count still says there's yeah you know, still says published on says there's two million views okay maybe i looked and i th- when i looked i thought that i had seen like a lower view count or something and it was really low and i was like wow. really weird because now they're just posting little clips of like everything mm-hmm. the one thing i've never done is read the uh, comments don't on, on on this video don't <laughs> yeah it's bad real bad <laughs> first two people are bitching about well first person is this is stupid and the second one is a guy starts off with saying this may be the stupidest fucking thing i've ever seen related to pro wrestling <sighs> yeah i know can't please everyone and to respond to that guy may young giving birth to a hand yeah so still go out and support aiw buy right an mp4 buy a dvd buy any sort of merch from them it helps big time i know i'm gonna attempt to pick up a couple things while i'm at the show one way or another no shirts then you gotta gotta help support if i can get the last gno or the last gauntlet i think maybe the gno is the one i want the most that was a very good show mm-hmm. i got too sweet about Britt baker can't even call that an inside joke because it really isn't no not anymore that's just Didn't. funny i was happy i did get too sweeted by her boyfriend on my birthday because he was at WrestleCon just hanging out on your birthday or i mean or Shawn Michaels, and that technically Shawn Michaels was there, for those who have seen the tweet. <laughs> all right, all this time that we've talked about everything else going on in AIW, that has gone on in AIW since we've last been around, let's talk about the next episode this Friday. I already went over the information, and we got, I have eight matches in front of me, is that correct? Uh, no, there is nine, I believe. It's all on my page if you need it. See, nobody gives the right information. It's gotta, cause we, we, oh yeah, we did have one match announced today, and I think, yeah, that's the one match. Thanks a lot, Tom. I'm done. <laughs>
And normally what we do before we start recording is we actually kind of discuss like what matches we're going to talk about really like really kind of focus on. There's always at least three matches you focus on and then we kind of go everything else. But well, A, we didn't do it and B, uh, might as well just kind of go over them all a little bit by bit. Um, How about we talk about start off with Sean Schultz versus the Incredible Hulk. I mean, all ego Ethan Page. I'm sorry. His picture is just too green that he looks like the name Incredible. (laughs) Now you point that out. He does look like the Incredible Hulk. That is kind of funny. Um, yeah, Schultz is in the final two of Gauntlet. <laughs> Page, I like Ethan Page. Page is good. No <laughs> Schultz. Like Sean Schultz? No Schultz. No Sean Schultz ever. I wish I could play his theme right now. Oh, it's really generic theme song that he has. This will be a match that is has, that has themes tailored to them. That is true. They both have custom theme songs. I didn't even think of that. As much as we'd love a run-in from Sleazia Sparks to help help out the cause, but it's not going to happen. Gotta go up to Canada to visit. I'm t- I, I, I swear, I'm halfway tempted on doing it. I want to go to Alpha 1. Toronto's, or no, Hamilton, I mean, isn't that far away. Pretty much just around Lake Erie. It's really not that bad. Yeah, it's just getting a passport. I haven't done that yet. I've been telling myself like a year I'm going to get one. Not like you need the whole round the world one either. Well, no, no, I just need the. Hey, I want to go to Canada. Get. Yeah. Well, I, it's also the hey, I want to go to Mexico. Or do you really? Actually, I think I want to pay for the round the world one because it's good for many years. I don't think there's, I don't think there was that much of a price. It's been a while since I've looked it up, so it's all fuzzy to me. I just remember thinking like, oh, I might as well get the whole thing because I think, well, it's like you get the card in the book. The card will get you across the border to Canada and Mexico, but the book, like a traditional passport, will get you anywhere. By that works. Do we do we have much to say about this? Like, I love Ethan Page. I think he makes a great bad guy, and I can't wait to tell him that on Friday. But. <laughs> Other than that, other than that, I mean, there really isn't that much to say about this match. There really is not. Like as we're gearing up, because we're, we're to the point where we're gearing up for Absolution, and before that, we're gearing up for Jaylet. So figuring out where we're we're gonna go from here. So I don't I don't know what to expect from Page. If we're gonna throw out picks right now, which we could do it. I'm gonna throw out Ethan Page winning. I think he's gonna have a big match at at Absol. I don't. Think <sighs> he's gonna I don't want to, but I'm gonna go with Schultz again. I was wrong Ooh. last time I picked him, so. And he almost won the. Gone. You almost had the greatest night ever. No, we don't talk about that. <laughs> How about the return? Not really the return, but a return of Turner's Hall. The young studs. Turner's Hall? Not Turner's Hall. Yeah. Why did I say Turner's Hall? Mount Carmel. It's late. Uh, the young studs versus the Carnies also. To Turner's Hall. Shut up. <laughs> I can easily edit this out, but I'm... Uh, the Carnies have not been in AIW too long. They only debuted in what? October? Is this their third match? Third event, because I think they did have more than one match at... Yeah, we'll just say third event. At, yeah, third booking. Yeah, that'll work. Use our technical terms, because we're smart. <laughs> um, Eric Ryan's going to be stupid again, like he always is, because it's a uh, hardcore how much show. Is, how much is he bleeding? Uh, everywhere. Not like it was in 2012, where he legitimately almost died. Not that bad. Someone tell him that Easter was last. <laughs> he doesn't need to bleed that much. He's going to bleed everywhere. It's going to get violent. Has uh, Matt Cross his mom used to say, don't come home bleeding. <laughs> I did not know about this. That's great. No, oh, I'm trying to remember what I, what I heard it on. I want to say it was the M-Dog podcast with Cole Cabana, where they talk about the Backyard Wrestling Days, but I also think I've heard him talk about it elsewhere, and also I think it might be on, did you ever buy the 
basically best of backyard wrestling that M Dog always sold with him and basically it was the story of him and Josh. I did not. Oh really? All those wrestling DVDs and you never bought those. I know like four people that have it though, so I can just borrow it. I have one. Exactly. Signed by him signed by him and Jay. Cross probably still has those DVDs. He might wrestling for wrestling is forever. So um get it right. <laughs> my bad I don't have the shirt yet. Basically it was like I said something his mom or something told him I have to dig where it is. I do do that. That's a great DVD though. Like it literally chronicles their wrestling career to a certain year probably like the mid 2000s and it starts starts with their backyard wrestling then it gets into their um when they got trained by jt lightning and it was actually fun watching it later after going to turner's hall now see i can mention turner's hall and then you have the right reference and recognizing turner i'm like oh cool i've been there since i first watched it. and goes up to the xpw days and then they also throw in skits that they do very jackass style like i had signs back in prime wrestling pwo that were oriented towards it like the party box i did do a don't come home bleeding one there was another funny ref and like i know like matt cross pop when he seen it he loved oh oh it was the um, i don't remember the name of it but basically during their skits they also do this like macho man and hulk hogan impression i need to see this oh my dude, dude i need to see hilarious. this like he either he, like you either need to borrow it off someone who has it or you need to get it off if he's and i'm pretty sure if you just let him know that you wanted one he'd probably end up getting one somehow yeah because oh it's one of my that's another dvd i might be because i love that freaking um anyway talking about eric ryan and how much he's gonna bleed yeah it's eric ryan kind of expected at this point i remember when he wasn't a nutcase and didn't do hardcore stuff i had hair (laughs) and didn't have the anthem owl on his chest (laughs) no one has no one has ever pointed that out but me yeah no i've never even thought about it that way oh as soon as they got the owl thing i think i went to an aw show i'm like you have the anthem (laughs) owl oh that's terrible who comes out this is a difficult one. I am going to go with the Carnies. I'm going to agree. Like, part of me would say the Young Studs, but, I mean, they just got the win at the Benner Show. It wouldn't be, it, I'm fine with seeing the, the Carnies pull out this win. Put them in line for a tag title shot? They might have to get in line, because there's there's a lot more of those. Because that's the thing, too. If I'm correct, doesn't, isn't the Cowler going to go this this show, J-Lit, and Apso? There's going to be another Menor show in June, I believe. What, you don't like coming up to near where I am? Drive-wise, it's still the same. Though, most Menor shows, if not all of them, haven't they all been on Saturday? Yeah, they've all been on Saturday. Saturdays work out better for me. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the Menor show. I am solely because it's near my house. Not yes, an hour drive. Some of the nearest shows to me star a washed up never was wrestler named by the name of Rick Lieb. Oof. I could go off on the guy. We're not going to talk about him. No. We're not even going to get into that. I, I just every time I see that he's a champion at his own organization would think it's its own. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I just go, really? One of those organizations that just kind of pop up out of nowhere. Pop up pro wrestling using some terminology. <laughs> Alright. So on this crazy match. PB Smooth versus T-Money. Hoss fight of the century. I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, you got the Hoss fight of the century. You got two big boys going to be coming after each other. And this is, uh, is this the first time that we've seen the Jollyville Fuckets in singles competition AIW not counting any type of Jaylet tournament? Yeah, I was going to say, Ross is the only one that's done singles. Because I know he did something, it was him and Jacobs at the last show with Turner's. T-Money has never done any singles matches in AIW. So going up against Smooth, does Smooth get... I hope so. I feel like it's a given. If he doesn't, I will be sad. I say he does. It's gonna be. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be great. I, 
pounds. Can we get a run-in by Moose? No. Why not? Why not Monty Brown? <laughs> That's a big question in general. Why not Monty Brown? Just, I'd love to see that guy come back to wrestling. I don't know if he's wrestling anymore or not. Battle of the Pounds is someone booked at. Match of Central. Get it at Jaguet. I think another great match that it, it's along those lines of AEW gives me another dream match that I never know I wanted. Woggle versus Space Monkey. We previously mentioned Space Monkey. We did. Um, And this, as of Jaguet, Woggle will be in AIW for a year. Mm-hmm. He was originally just brought in as like a guest, and now he's a full-time roster member, which is insane. And now um, uh, Kurt Hawkins is no longer with us, or Brian Myers. Different people. Not according to his Twitter account. Shh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yes, we do. We, t- we tweet out Twitter handles. Trying to be funny. So actually. Trying to be funny. <laughs> killed it. Not to mention, I at Access, I called him Brian Myers, because he liked my... Uh, any any WWE show, I always wear my panda expression, because... The team that almost was. The greatest team that never was. Yeah, for real. It, Almost happened. But I wear it because, it, obviously, now, now it supports two guys in WWE, but I don't think many people are going to wear a Panda Expression. Yeah, no. I love the Panda Expression. I'm not but, sure uh, many people even have that. He's he seen that shirt at Access when I met him and Ryder, and he was like, nice shirt. I'm like, thanks, Brian Myers. <laughs> indie fan but i didn't like i wasn't doing it to be like oh i'm an indie fan but it was just kind of like you're just used to that no no it was sort of like i get why you get it like i like obviously steam gargano i seen you at aw swoggle versus space monkey we asked it last time let's ask it again do we see Britt baker uh, and can, can, can we also can we can we expect to see dedication personified and also dick justice and maybe Britt baker? This time, because I say it, because it's an all no DQ show, I think we'll see all of them. Hmm? I, I want to like see the match. Given. I, I want to see them. I want to see the match start. Give, give me Swaggle and Space Monkey for five minutes. Just give me that. Give me normal between them two. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, just let that happen a midget, first. A midget and a monkey. That only happens only in, in jokes. pro wrestling. Yeah, that's literally one of those things. Only in pro wrestling. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I just realized we didn't pick a winner. PB Smooth and Team Money. PB Smooth. I'm gonna go Team Money. PB's been on a roll recently, so we got Team Money. Team Money, fuck it up. Going after the intense title. We could also throw out right now, who do we think's winning Back to the Future? Which, granted, we'll probably talk about on the next episode when we highlight and um, preview Jaylet Weekend. And we might actually have a little bit knowing of who's going to be actually be in it. But I think my biggest two are both on this card. Maybe that means that might not happen, but Dom and PB. Yeah, I was about to say, Dom would be my number one, but I think he might be in Jaylet. True. And PB is definitely one of them. You know who might be a real, real underdog? Gary the King Baller. Good point. He just needs to come out to the theme that I sent. Just gotta have that loop over and over again. I think, I think it could be, someone can mix it with the beat. I might try it and be like, hey, play it. He'll be over the few fans in the crowd that he wasn't with before. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, for those who don't know, I got a friend of mine who made a nice little remix and it's unrelated. He's not even a local fan or anything, but on his own while back, he made a remix to Drake's Started from the Bottom or whatever it's called. I don't really like it. Yeah, that's song. But he took where the little where little bit where he kind of takes a, a rest of, you know, started from the bottom, now we're here. Paul, started from the bottom, now we're here. Paul, started from the bottom, now we're here. Paul. And even the N-word that he uses in that part, my friend put in the rest and the N-word, Hulk Hogan saying brother. And it's fucking hilarious. It is good. Can confirm. So hopefully, um, 
that's our one of our. I would say those are early picks without knowing a bracket and without knowing who's going to. Yeah, we don't in. even know who's in yet. That's kind of why yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to go with Dom. Don't even mm-hmm. know if he's even in. But what if what if Frankie, who we we did finally see the return of Frankie Flynn at uh, House of the Rising Sun. What if he uh, basically wins it again? That'd be interesting just to get him back on the shows on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. So that was our picture for that match: Swoggle versus Space Monkey. Uh, on 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 paper with these two, I'm going Space Monkey. But if this turns into more than just a one-on-one match, I I don't have it because obviously we don't know how that's going to break. Down. Yeah, this but is a we're weird both one. expecting it too. I will go with Space Monkey. Mm, let's move on to the. AIW women's title match. Your new favorite wrestler, Shayna Baszler versus Lou Fisto. This match, this match is going to be good. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this because uh, about a couple months ago, I bought Baszler the Smoking Skull IPA beer. It took literally a month, a little over a month to get it to me. It came in, the last show she was at was GNO, so I think it came in the day of Gauntlet, or the week of Gauntlet. It took me, I didn't pick it up till the day of, because I had to actually sign for it, mean it being alcohol. And um, being able to hand it to her, because ever since I came home that night, it's been in the fridge, so she's going to have a full bottle of it herself, and um, looking forward to that. Here we got Lou Fisto, who, who hopefully has a better match than she did at GNO against her match it's basically cheap on a concussion and hopefully that doesn't happen twice in a row yeah her match wasn't bad it was just she got messed up yeah put it that way she got messed up on a, on a side note do you have any interview uh plan as of now no i should probably try and set up some <laughs> I haven't really had any since GNO. Yeah. GNOs are always big ones because we get all these women wrestlers in, and a lot of them are... Cause like I've said before, uh, I think on the GNO episode, the women's wrestling is like a smaller pond. So, like, there's a lot less talent compared to the men's scene. And I feel like with a lot of these women, a lot more of them get time to shine. No pun intended, but it does kind of go, go hand in hand with sh- Shimmer. And a lot, like, probably I mean, most of the women, female talent in the world that are above a certain level, like, they all they all get get to come out here for that. If they're not here, it's obviously also, like, I believe, what, Stardom? That's another Stardom's one Stardom's, like, Japan. the biggest one in Japan when it comes to, like, a Joshi promotion. Blocked. Yeah. Long story. <laughs> Long story. Please don't do this. Blocked. <laughs> so dumb. But, um, back to quite possibly one of the biggest challengers uh, that Baszler's seen so far. And her track record of opponents lately have been huge. We've had Britt Baker, rematch with Heidi, Allison Kay, and she did defend the belt at Rise. It was Raylan, and I always forget the other person's name. I'm terrible. And this is, what, her fifth? I just ran down that, and I did not count. I believe this is number Pri- title defense number five. Prior to her winning, did she go up against Mia? In her debut match. So I her only AIW loss. I've probably said this every time we've talked about a Shayna match, but that's her only AIW loss. Completely undefeated in AIW. <laughs> She had the Brock Lesnar push in AEW. In a way. In a way. <laughs> Lost her first match, went on undefeated streak afterwards, and now she's champion. Please, Shayna, don't get the disease that I can't pronounce or can't even think of right oh, now. Oh, yeah, that. Diverticular. Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. There we go. As soon as I heard it, I knew I could pronounce it, but I was like, it's a jumbled freaking word. It's complicated. Yeah. So, very interesting to see what's going to happen in this match because I don't know who's going to beat her for the title. It could be Lufisto, but I don't know. I'm kind of going with. I see Shayna holding the title for a while. This I mean, is like a 50-50 thing. It could legit be either of them. It's not like obvious that one of them's going to win. 
I mean, Shayna, Shayna's polished the title and all that kind of stuff. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. She also had a really good interview on um, AW Podcast. Yeah, that was a good I enjoyed episode. listening. Yeah, right around the same time, she was also on Kick Out at 2. So I listened to both of them. And Shayna's awesome. I think Shayna might be one of the, the best wrestlers that AEW has added within the past year. And I'm not talking skill set. I'm just talking about, like, she's a very much a pleasure to have around. And not that I don't say anybody has anything negative to say about her, but definitely fun. Agree. Uh, let's move on to, well, what could be an interesting match? Jimmy Rave versus Hot Sauce Entertainment. I don't know if we're going to get any chance started during this match. Hot Sauce Entertainment? The tag team? They're back? Not Hot Sauce Entertainment. I apologize. It's getting late. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, it's 1130. It is late. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Rave versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Not to be confused with Hot Sauce. That is um, halfway banned in the internet. Yeah, 50% of the team. <laughs> we miss you, Tyson. Very much. Very much miss you. Um, Jimmy Rave versus Hot Sauce, though. Will this match stand out? I feel like on the card it doesn't, but when it comes to the actual match, I think it could be. I still think Tracy Williams is going to be a AIW absolute champion. I just... Yeah, it's a matter of time. I, I feel maybe, like before the end of the year, we'll have him versus Linden for the belt. Maybe Jaylet? I'm talking about winning Jaylet. Yeah, that... I'm going to throw that one out there. I'll agree with you. That's my pick for Jaylet because his first year in AIW, he almost made it to the finals of Jaylet. Mm-hmm. That kind of put him, I want to say, on the AIW map was his run in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Jay Witt's always big for people who have like just debuted. Mm-hmm. And Hot Sauce, like his match has always been one of the best ones on the card for like the last almost year since like Absol mm-hmm. last year. He's had one of the best matches on the card every time he's booked. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even though this might not look like it's going to be something as good as it seems, it'll be good. I agree. I mean, technically, uh, you know, Rave and Dominic and uh, Dominic Green wasn't bad. It was not. I mean, it was the, the second to last match of the evening, and I think rightfully so. I actually thought that would have main evented. I did too, but maybe with it being a title match. It does make sense having the title go on last. Yeah. Um, in, re- in referring to the Manor show, of course. Yeah. Just in case anyone skipped over those parts. And speaking of skipping, perfect segue to, uh, I we did pick for uh, Shayna and Lou Fisto. I'm going with Queen. Lufisto. I a lot of people think Lufisto's winning. Nah. Yeah, it's you know you know don't even you know ask me be... in the Shayna match who I think is gonna win. <laughs> Do you know what would be great? You know what would be kinda cool if let's say Shayna goes on like a year title when our title reign or whatever. Maybe gets about a year and a half, nobody's beaten her, and then one woman returns to AIW and beats Heidi Love. No. Um oh. Oh. but a close, uh any social That was someone because like when she first won the belt, I had literally made a list of five people that I wanted to see mm-hmm. Shayna wrestle. Annie was one of them. Not sure what her status is with the company as of now, but... I'm not sure what her status is with wrestling. Real weird. I think she's just not getting it as much. Because I know she wasn't accepting a lot of bookings prior. I think part of me thinks she's kind of stepped it down. And here, here's kind of the ironic part. She was known for two tag teams. Both of her partners were in WWE. I'm not saying yeah, that that's causing her point. not... I'm not saying that's not that's causing her not to wrestle, but it's kind of like... Huh? It's like a thing to hang your hat on. If they're not going to sign you, probably for your background, but you had two very famous tag teams and both your partners are now doing good things. And I'll always credit and I'll always use it too. She was the first person I ever see use hashtag Riot Squad. Was that a thing? I don't think it's a thing. She said it in response to Ruby Riot whenever they officially announced her name or whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, like I like that. Her fans can be called the, the Riot Squad. Huh. 
Yeah. I That's why a lot of times if I, if, I t- if I talked about her on Twitter or something, I put hashtag Riot Squad and I want it to become a thing. I want her to get a huge following and be able to use it because I think it's it's a, it's perfect. It really is. Mm-hmm. I did not know about that. I would have to dig up the tweet, but I know it's probably. All right. Back to Jimmy Ray versus Hot Sauce. Trace Williams. Hmm. I want to go Tracy Williams, but I'm going to add an added question. What's the possibility you think Jimmy Rave's going to be at Jaylen? I feel like Rave is basically a guaranteed entrant in Jaylen. Kind of how Homicide was last year. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rave's going to get the same thing this year. I feel like we've yet to get that I'm part of Jaylen. I'm or I'm announcing myself for Jaylen speech yet. We always get it, it seemed like every year. Someone at some show announces themselves like last year was Homicide. And he really didn't even announce himself. It was Wadsworth that announced him. Was it a yeah, it was after the match with Don's. Yeah. Um, I think we see it. I think we're either going to see it with Rave or Paige. Paige, a former what? Jay White winner, of course. Mm-hmm. And champion during last year's. This is true. We went on a, a three-year run of Canadians being champion during Jaylet. Elgin, Alexander, and Paige. Wow, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I never noticed I think that. I, made, I think I made a joke that this year was going to be... Sp- yeah, one day. Really, that'd be funny. <laughs> Hopefully one day. Please intense. Imagine him. Just I'd love to see him be champion. I don't know if he's champion anywhere. Besides uh, winning the Young Lions Cup. But that's not necessarily a championship. But I think, like I said, we all love it. Space Monkey. But anyway, enough Space Monkey. Who, who are you picking for? Jimmy Rave and Hot Sauce. Tracy Williams. I'm going with Hot Sauce. Down to three matches. We can go over this one real quick because I, f- I feel like there's just nothing to say about it. Once again, one of the... Bi- which Oh, we didn't talk about this. We have not spoke this man's name, but returning at Gauntlet for the Gold 12, we had none other than Matt Justice. After if you're talking about of being gone, not exaggerating. If you, if you want your big Royal Rumble returns to happen, and like how like how you get shocked when like Kevin Nash comes out or DDP comes out, this was the equivalent. Yeah, for AIW, his music hit. This was huge. His music hit. We're, I think we're all kind of like, what? And he comes out and it's just like, oh, no, my God! Like we, a lot of us, uh, longtime fans went nuts. For any because as long as I always justice, it was like no way. As long as I've been a fan, which almost six years, five and a half, he has never been an AEW. Granted, there was a portion of that. I think he was in, you know, FCW because he did go down to WWE for a little while, but then he came back. But there was still quote problems. I, I often heard he was on the list. I don't know, but he still showed up at shows. He still hung out with Thor. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but boom, he comes back, has a match versus PB Smooth at House of the Rising Sun. Actually, another really good match, mainly because both were wearing purple. So we started singing purple tights in the form of purple rain and now we have matt justice versus mike tolar and i guess we can expect the yay the duke just <laughs> what we want tax season's over so he's gonna be ready oh boy this is a really weird match to see on an aiw show especially in like 2017 like this not gonna lie i love it though what episode of pwo does this match <laughs> one of the first season one of the first two because i made that joke earlier in our chat like 2008 pwo yeah that's all i was making a reference to i was giving you opportunity to kind of repeat it and clarify because i didn't have it memorized but yeah it wasn't really much of a show just like yeah 2008 pwo (laughs) can we get this matchup back to the few cup (laughs) yeah (laughs) non-tournament let's go the opposite way and pick two former uh local wrestlers and all that shit who have been around for quite some time almost 10 years matt justice mike tolar when the duke's around which another thing i guess we did forget to mention a lot has happened in 
I think we kind of take for granted that, you know, we didn't do an episode going over Gone for the Golden Fool. But with BJ Whitmer gone, that has always what goes for the Duke when one door closes, another one opens. I think we've seen that last year with Eddie Kingston, two years ago with Eddie Kingston. Last year. Yeah, like Eddie Kingston was no longer going to be with the Duke, actually quit. Wasn't that Gauntlet too? Oh, uh, yeah. And then he came out, and when BJ came out, you know, he basically announced that he was with the Duke. Same. And actually, no, this time it was the Duke and Tola were in the ring during the gauntlet, and they shook hands and hugged. That's catching you up with that, if you didn't know. Yeah, it's odd. Can we have, like, a version of Flexcore Industries, but it'd be, like, Duke instead? Tax season industries. <laughs> Something along the lines of that. Because I don't know. I feel like we get the same thing, but it's just Duke always just with one person. So with him being his corner, I have to. I have to. Um, don't worry. Just don't because of the Duke being on the outside like that there's an advantage hopefully this match is where we start the show guessing a scramble match the most random scramble We're of all time. we have dominic green versus the other half of the jollyville fuckets nasty russ myers versus flip kendrick versus former aiw absolute champion josh Haroha bishop real weird scramble three technically tag team wrestlers right j pro hasn't done it in a while uh up and coming Dominic Greening, check out his new shirt. The nice shirt. I have one sitting on my bed. True story. Um, is this where we start the show? I say, yeah. It, it's what makes sense to open. It will make sense, but we, I know we were off a gauntlet of what actually started it. I think if we're looking for that right pace, I mean, normally this is the match that will pump us up. Flip Kendrick is great at it. Russ Nasty Nate is good at it. Say that as a joke. I know it's Nasty Russ. Um, picking a winner here. I think it's tough. I could almost give a reason for all of them winning Dom. Up and coming. Uh, Nasty Russ helps keep, you know, the fuckets in some sort of title picture. Granted, this is not a tag team title match or even a tag team match. I don't know, just getting a win in AIW. Same thing with Flip Kendrick um, with the Ninja Elite Squad. And we got Jay Pro. I mean, he could just win because former champion. I'm going to go with Prohibition just to keep his momentum going. Because he still, he wasn't really involved in the finish of the title match last month. So he still kind of has momentum going. Does J Pro get involved in the what I'm what we can guess is the main event? Oh yeah, they already announced that crazy eight person tag is main. I mean, all your champions but one are in the match. I'm kind of thinking that's like that has to be the champions versus challengers. So pretty much crazy main event. Even though even though we know people who looked at him was like, what is this? Just a random match? It's like no, it's champions versus challengers. Yeah, there's we have people we know people who literally did not understand it. Well, we know people who are dumb. Yeah, I'm not even gonna argue that one. True. You're gonna go J Pro. I'm gonna go the other end of the spectrum. I'm gonna go Dominic Greeny. He has momentum going too. Yeah. He again, fucking, this is a he, hard one because any of them could win. This could also lead to a match between the Fuckets versus the Ninja Elite Squad. I'd be perfectly okay with that. So I'm going, like I said, I'm going the other end of the spectrum. Newer guy, Dominic Greeny. He's on, like I said, he's on his role. He's on his, has his momentum too. So why not Dom? Yeah, why not Dom? Best question. And then, and then we have our main event. This ridiculous main event. What, I mean, what we're guessing is champions versus challenge. Technically one isn't, but I feel like, and I've felt like this for a while, it's never been officially open. And that's It happened Tim Donst. and it was a screwy finish, if that makes sense. Yeah, for like almost. Tim Donst versus, I mean, Tim Donst, Alex Daniels into Infinity and Beyond versus Lewis Linden, Joey Janela, and Crazy. So we have the AIW, the new AIW Absolute Champion, Tim Donst, the AIW Intense Champion, Alex Daniels, and the new Tag Team Champions to Infinity and Beyond versus the former Tag Team Champions, Crazy. Lewis Linden, our 2017 slash Gauntlet for the Gold 12 winner. 
like I said, Janella is the one that's not necessarily a challenger. But, but we did get a streak. keeping up with storylines and such, it does make sense. If if anybody's beating him other than Vega or before Vega, it's Janela. And I'm fine with that. I, there's a part of me that thinks that's... Just because they, they've only had one match, and that was the Gargano event. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was not a clean finish either. It was a weird, like, screwy finish. Well, has any of Alex's matches been a clean finish? Not recently. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only one they've gone back to, though. My bold prediction, without knowing anything that we're going to see forward, I think we're going to see Daniels versus Janela in Jalen. Maybe not a first round, maybe a second. Yeah, like at some point before the finals. Mm-hmm. And title match at Absol. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. If not, if we don't see a title match, I still would love to see Janela and Penelope Ford versus maybe either Greg and Veda. Ooh, that would actually be a great match for like day two of Jalen. Uh, or you still have, you can do Daniels and Raylan. Very okay with Ray, that one. If Raylan's still around. Because Raylan lives in California now, I believe. What's happening to No Strings Attached? One moved to California, another one moved to Kansas City. Falling apart. Veda's technically moved to, I'm trying to exactly where, I think she did move to Rhode Island? I think. I'm bad because I'm a Veda super. Yeah, you should you I should know be. this. Come on now. I, I should know this, but I don't, I do not know her mailing address because I'm not, I'm not creepy. Come on now. Who are you kidding? I mean, I'll openly admit I have what I believe to be her phone number. Last time I used it was years ago, but I always, it's only been for podcasting. If I have to contact her, I use either Facebook messaging or to be completely professional email because wrestling fans, please understand what creepy is. I'll always say this too. I feel bad for female. They have this so bad, so bad. And I think we don't even know half of it. Just look at the comments on some social media posts. It's bad. Real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be weird, wrestling fans. Come on now. I do kind of like when certain female wrestlers kind of like call them out. Not everyone does that, though. They just kind of ignore them. Some some do it and it's funny. Some do it and I know there's one that I don't like. I know she does it a lot. Or at least did it when I followed her. There's a number of other ones, too. But I think I've seen ones that like kind of like just completely dog their fans like that. The ones that do that. If you're being weird. We got it coming. Oh yeah. All right. Who who do you got winning this match? Oh, uh, I say the keeping up the old champions challengers. I'm gonna say the challengers end up winning. I'm gonna go champion. Yeah. It's again. That's this is a weird one. I'm not 100 percent sure. Especially if like let's say uh, let's say Greg's there. So we got no strings attached. Boom. That's it's immediately like a five on four match. Riddle runs into assist right. Winden. <laughs> only uh, only if Hell freezes over. Anyway. Um. That will do it for the cards. Let's go over these matches just one more time really quick. Just so we got down what the full card is. We have the Young Suds versus the Carnies. Jimmy Ray versus Hot Sauce. Tracy Williams. All Ego Ethan Page versus Sean Schultz. Swoggle versus Space Monkey. Matt Justice versus Mike Tolar. PB Smooth versus E-Money. Dominic Greeny versus Nasty Russ Myers versus Flip Kendrick versus Josh Bishon. The AIW women's title match. The only title match on the entire card. Which is real weird for an AIW show. Well, because of the main yeah. event. But uh, <laughs> Shayna Baszler versus Lou Fisto. And then where all the other titles are. Tim Dons, Alex Daniels, and Two Infinity Beyond, who are the champions of champions, versus Lewis Linden, Joey Janela, and Crazy Pain. I think with a lot of these people, it needs to be mentioned. Like, especially with Crazy Pain, this match can be... Well, Crazy Pain, Linden, Janela on a team in general is almost a recipe for men. Someone, one of our 
friends does not think so. Yeah, and if it's a friend, I think it is. He's exactly which one you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, on paper, when I first seen the match, like I was kind of underwhelmed. But then when I when it was pointed out, champions versus challengers, I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. I see where we're going with this. And you, and just now, like looking through these and like looking at the the, the challenger team in general, I mean, those are that's a good. Think team. of how many cra- how many crazy matches we've had with Crazy Pain, with Janela, with with Linden. Pretty much every match they've been in since well, since Janela debuted since Crazy Pain's debuted and literally like everyone in Linden's matches for the last like two years. And then you also throw in lot to Infinity Beyond has been in just as many crazy matches with they Crazy have. Pain and a lot of and a lot of these other tag teams. So that madness is thrown in there. And Alex Daniels and Tim Dons both can get there too. They don't always do it, but they can. Uh, Alex Daniels, a lot of the the scramble matches he's been in, and um, Tim Donsty has he obviously likes to go a little nuts from time to time too. I think this is definitely going to be this might be one of those shows that I think, and this happens from time to time with me. I feel like on on paper I'm just like meh. It's 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 okay, but then I come out like, oh my god, like a lot of these matches were a lot better than I than I thought they were they were gonna be. So like it's just kind of like having those low standards, as bad as some people say that is, like turns out to be like great and you just come back going, hey, Sometimes was... if you set your standards low, it helps enjoy something a lot more, especially yeah. with like wrestling. And this is a rap show. I mean, you can only expect so much out of it. Uh I don't know how they're doing with ticket wise. There's still front row seats available. That's not good. I know like I mean there's not a lot of star power as there was before like obviously gargano was on a lot of shows two rap shows ago we had the freaking young bucks and mickey james like that blew our minds but now there i still think there's there's good enough names on this show i think ethan page he's a great upcoming name i mean he's technically already arrived in some some circles so i think i mean that star power right there if you're a fan of aiw freaking space monkey should be a reason to come to a show swoggle is a wwe name on top of a lot of the matches he's been put on lately there really is a lot of names on this card if you're looking at it and you know about like indie wrestling or just looking at something like like swoggle something like that would sell me Mm -hmm. just to come and see him yeah, he's yet to disappoint. Loved every one of his I don't know matches. If I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a swoggle match outside of WWE that I'm I'm not in love with, or I wasn't uh, entertained by. Even in hell, before he even left WWE, I've always said the the WLC match was amazing, and that whole feud with, what's his name, was amazing. Torito. Torito, yeah. <laughs> Fun story. Um, at the WrestleCon Super Show, uh, intermission, me and a friend of mine went to the bar that's right down the hallway from the, the ballroom or whatever, the, the, the room that the show was in. We have a couple drinks. And we walk out and uh, El Torito was uh, walking to the bathroom right by the exit to the bar. And he's wearing his mask. My friend goes up and like starts to speak to him because he's actually some, uh, Puerto Rican. So he knows a little bit of Spanish. So he like speaks to him and just like like thanks him and a bunch of stuff. I thought it was a kid in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> he started going up talking to him. I'm like, who the f-? And then he says like, yeah, that's El Torito or whatever he's, he goes by now. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, oh, I, I knew that. <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, I really do think this this card is gonna deliver. I don't I don't know what's been holding people back. Hopefully, um, they sell a lot of tickets for this. I mean, I think another thing. I think a lot of people are looking at a lot of the events we have coming up with AIW. I mean, we just had the show two weeks ago for those who went. I bought my tickets. Actually, I didn't even buy a ticket. Uh, a friend of mine bought two tickets, gave me an extra, and I bought him a ticket for this show. So we swapped that one. But we have you know the the JLIT May 26th and 27th and ticket price. 90 bucks for all three shows and it seems like they're doing vip only 
only for all three shows. Like, you can't buy one ticket VIP for just both JLits or just one. Like, you have to buy the set. $90. Which I know a lot of people are complaining about, but I'm just like, nah, I'm I'm fine with throwing the money out of my... I know how the show always is, so I'm, I'm fine with it. It's J-Lit. It's always good. Mm-hmm. And um, I did have up some of the... Um, we have the first... We always start off with a big name, and I'll be honest, I don't know who the hell this guy is. He is from the MMA world, so I'm hoping he likes his booking. But we have Filthy Tom Lawlor. Lawlor? Lawlor. I didn't know if it was pronounced like Lawler, like Jerry the King Lawler. That's how I'm pronouncing pronounced it. Pronounced so. like, yeah. So hopefully, um, like I said, he likes how he's booked. Unlike other previously booked MMA stars, not name shape. Male like MMA male MMA stars. Uh, the second entrant to the J-Lit is Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Third is All We Go Ethan Page. Fourth is Bad Boy Joey Janela. And a friend of mine did make a comment after Janela was announced that so far everybody who's been announced has a nickname. Yeah, this is true. But we did have a fifth one and you, I think you've seen that on Twitter or Instagram. They don't have it on Facebook, so that's what I'm reading off of. Steve Payne, but we don't have a nickname for him. I was trying to come up with something. <laughs> I was going to try to come up with a nickname for him, but I can't. I'm sad now. What's his Lou, Lucha Underground name? What do you mean? He's not on that show. No, whatever. The guy like him in Lucha Underground. What's his name? Lord Pindar. Let's have that be his nickname. Lord Pindar. Lord Pindar. Yeah, great. Really? All right, that will do it for us here. We hope to see you at the show this Friday at Mount Carmel. We've all we've been through the information, but if you need it one more time, the next episode this Friday, April 21st, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Not at Turner's Hall? Shut up. Hot Sauce Entertainment will be at Turner's Hall. <laughs> How about that? You like that? I thought. Hey, there's wrestling at Turner's still so i don't know what you're talking about then again we do tweet it from the account but it's not me, yeah, so. it's me. um <laughs> i do good uh any uh any final thoughts before we go it's weapon violence wrestling you're you're oddly looking forward to this friday night. yeah this is gonna be my kind of show uh where can the lovely people find you on twitter at kvr216 if you want to subscribe to my youtube channel that's kvr216 also and the other podcast i'm a part of at weekly w podcast and of course you can find myself at heavyset330 on twitter you can find this show at wrestling cheers you can email us wrestling cheers at gmail.com if you need to or want to hopefully within the next couple months i'd like to start doing some contests here on the show i almost did it for this show and giveaway tickets for shows i was doing that a couple years ago kind of want to start doing it again so if you're in the local area and you want to go to shows i'm not doing it for jail it not spending 90 dollars, especially what i've thought about it if i give away tickets i kind of need to give away two instead of just one so yeah i'm not spending 180 dollars so people can go to jail it and buy your own so maybe apps we get enough interest on apps so i will i think i might buy two extra front row tickets and two extra general mission tickets and uh find some sort of contest to give those away so if you want to go to apps you want to spend money get a hold of us and let us know how we can how we can do a contest i i, I would do the retweet thing but i don't know uh, let us know and uh head on over to smartmark video or ai wrestling.com pick up some dvds pick up some mp4s pick up something 
help support AIW. They need fan support now more than anything. So do it. Don't don't torn it. Don't just depend on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Help support local independent wrestling and AIW and what they're doing. So that will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And since we know your name, you're going to be buying us beers at the after party. Later.